This parable is a parable that is accessible and near and dear to many hearts, whether young or older. The Good Shepherd. Through it, our children are introduced to a relationship with God through loving care of the shepherd who seeks all, who knows all, who protects all. And it's often read at funerals. It's words engendering a loving God who seeks us and brings us into the sheepfold, the eternal and heavenly kingdom, and a unity of love. Today, though, today I would like to focus on this business of the wolf. The hired hand leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. We're going to start with the hired hand and trust, and then we'll get into the wandering and the wolf. Trust and wandering. The word credo, it's a Latin word, and it's often translated, I believe. It's where we get the word believe in the creeds. It can also be translated, and I think it's helpful to do so, to translate it as trust. I trust. There are so many different people who surround us, opinions and ideas that clamor for our trust. It's ever so in politics. We trust that a party platform or candidate is right or good for the nation or individual. We trust in a doctor's opinion about what's happening to our bodies when we're sick. We trust the words of a counselor or priest to guide us. One of the jobs that we have in our spiritual lives is to sift through all of the different ideas, the different opinions, the different people, and think about how and why we place our trust in them as compared to how we place our trust in God. Are we placing our trust in God and the Good Shepherd, or are we following our own ways? and trusting in the hired hand who, when push comes to shove, will run away and leave us vulnerable and hurt. This is spiritual work that must be done through prayer in identifying priorities. Are you loving God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and all of your soul? And you can measure that in part by how you spend your time coming to church, reading the Bible, loving the people around you? Or is it something else that you're loving? Something else that offers you a sense of security, but when the waters rise, might prove false. It takes a great deal of work, a great deal of time, a great commitment to be a Christian, to be a person who follows Jesus. And no matter how advanced we are in our Christian walk and discipleship, we are like sheep and we wander. 
We wander around the pasture, wandering around living our lives as best we can, and sometimes we wander quite far away from our grounding in God, in the church, in Jesus. It's in these moments when we near the danger of wolves entering into our lives and scattering us even farther afar, farther afield from our shepherd. So what are the wolves in your lives? The temptations. The temptations that threaten to snatch you away from the love of God. These wolves, they come in all different shapes and sizes. The wolves of distraction. The wolves of pride. Our hearts and minds are captured by the concerns of the world stripped bare of the divine presence. Or our minds soar to thinking we need no help but our own. There are wolfish people who can draw us away from church and God, sowing seeds of doubt, seeds of mistrust, temptation. What are your wolves? So many, and some of them are quite sly, for they seem so benign. An example, when it comes to talking about church and what you all do in your various ministries, some people will subtly diminish what they do and what they give. So I love seeing people, seeing you engaged in ministries at Trinity by the Cove. From ushers to altar guild, catechists to vestry, silver polishing to flower arranging, each hour, each commitment to the church and its mission and ministry is something to be relished and in which you should rejoice and revel. Yet often a wolf will sneak into our midst in two ways, within our own hearts and the hearts of others. In our own hearts, when we diminish what we give to the church through self-deprecating statements. Oh, it's no big deal to come down and get ready for the altar guild. No big deal to come and help at a burial. And vestry, oh, it's just fine. It's just something I do. The least I could do. No. Each moment, every minute, of your time given to the church and ministry is precious. Don't let the wolf diminish a second of the ministry given to the glory of God. The second, in the hearts of fellow parishioners, we can never thank one another enough. We can never thank one another enough for the ministries that we give one to another. The wolf of indifference and ingratitude sneaks into our hearts when we take each other for granted. Make sure to thank the ushers, thank the greeters, the lectors, the catechists, those who make coffee. When we diminish our own giving and the giving of others, we allow a wolf to scatter us into discord rather than loving unity. It is a rich, rich parable. 
to think about where you place your trust in this world. Is it in God? Is it in your possessions? Is it in people? Is it in God? And what are the wolves out there looking to isolate you from the love of God, from the love of your neighbors, snatching you away from the sheepfold? The good shepherd seeks us all, asks asks us to listen to his voice through all of the noise and distraction in the world. We, like sheep, can be closely protected and guarded in the unity of love that God offers to the whole world through Jesus. But we must work on our trust and ever beware of those sly wolves.